Thanks for spending time with us. Welcome into Friday, December 15. Gordon Deal, Jennifer Koshenka, some of our top stories and headlines. Israel's defense minister says the war against Hamas will be more than several months. Hungary blocks a European Union aid package for Ukraine. Retail sales were up month over month, surprising economists. Stocks higher by a fraction. If you took the Chargers and two and a half points, you needed 40 more. Raiders won in a blowout. The NFL may get rid of the rule in which a fumble through the opposing team's end zone results in a touchback. And how to determine who to tip for the holidays. That story in about 20 minutes. An age-old problem, graffiti tagging has proliferated in cities nationwide, fueled by factors such as pandemic-era service cuts, empty streets, and a lack of accountability. Now cities are scrambling to get a grip on the problem and reverse a trend that some property owners say threatens their investments. Here's Scott Calvert, reporter at The Wall Street Journal. Scott, what are you seeing in places like Baltimore? Yeah, I I think, first of all, you know, I think graffiti has been around as long as there have been walls. You know, it's not a new a new problem by any stretch of the imagination. But I noticed just in driving around, there seemed to be parts of the city. I'm in Baltimore that had graffiti on them that I didn't remember being tagged in the past or tagged as as much. And so I started based on that observation, I started, you know, asking around doing some reporting. And sure enough, you know, in a number of cities, they have seen a big jump in the amount of graffiti during the pandemic. And they really are now, you know, scrambling to to play catch up. Okay, And uh, explain, for example, where you are in Baltimore, what uh, the Department of Public Works does as part of this. Yeah. So they have um, at this point, they only have two teams of two workers who go around and they, you know, they they abate the graffiti and they do that by painting over it. They use this like chemical solvent to sort of wipe it clean, or they use this uh, dustless blaster that uses a mix of water and some kind of abrasive to sort of blast it off of certain surfaces. And, uh, you know, they used to have uh, four teams before the pandemic, but, you know, when the pandemic hit, they, they put a halt, a pause on all of their graffiti removal efforts. And those workers were redeployed to trash collection and cleaning alleys and dealing with recycling and things like that. Because a lot of cities, including Baltimore, had these big staffing shortages. You, you had people who were out sick with COVID and just generally short staffed. And so they decided this was something they could sort of put a halt to. And they did that for about a, about a year. Hmm. But of course, the people who do the tagging did not take a year off. Yeah. Right. And so they, they kept tagging. And in some cases, did more because the streets were kind of empty. They just had sort of freer rain to go around, uh, you know, spray painting things on bridges and walls and you name it. Yeah. We're speaking with Scott Calvert, reporter at the Wall Street Journal. His story is called Graffiti Surged During the Pandemic. Cities are playing catch up to remove it. Is it like uh, playing whack-a-mole to a certain extent? It definitely is, you know, and I was talking with these folks um, at the Baltimore Public Works Department. And I think for them, it's kind of like Sisyphus pushing the boulder up the hill and it comes back down because, you know, they will go and and paint a wall, say, along the highway. Right. And then, uh, as one person put it, you know, almost as soon as the uh, the paint is dry, the the taggers come back and it's like, hey, thanks for giving us this nice new canvas with with which to work. Right. And so they go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Go uh, go across country now to Seattle, where I think you said they actually had a graffiti detective at one time, but then got rid of it. Yeah. So they had a a dedicated uh, graffiti detective position with the police department that was eliminated due to staffing. So that was one of the factors that they cited for the big increase in graffiti out there. And so to give you an idea, 
In Seattle, graffiti removal requests soared 40% just in 2021 from the year before. And then they went higher than that, you know, last year and they're on a similar track this year. So there's definitely a huge increase. Uh, they have the, the mayor there who's been in office for a couple of years has this new graffiti elimination plan where he's trying to sort of streamline the work across agencies. And, you know, they have this kind of graffiti removal blitz going, but there's a lot out there. Yeah. What do businesses say? I guess, the, it, it, I mean, at some point enough is enough and they probably leave, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think for businesses, it's it's really you know distressing in part because it sort of gives this this appearance of chaos, right, and and crime and maybe a lack of safety. It just it just looks bad, and you know it the rules vary, but in Baltimore, the city will free of charge get rid of graffiti, certainly on public uh, properties, but also private residences. But if you're a business, it's on you to do it. And first of all, it's not cheap, and you know because of this whack a mole effect, it can be uh, just sort of aggravating because you're sort of doing it you know time and again in certain places and yeah it can it can push them push them to the brink and i've talked with a with a gentleman who has a bunch of um, investment properties he's basically a landlord he's got you know these small apartment buildings and he's really worried you know he's got his whole his whole uh, life savings basically you know invested in in this neighborhood and it's just really distressing to him to see this big increase in graffiti which which as he put it is is out of control wow. scott scott calvert reporter at the wall street journal 